Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Extending the Play with NFL Eagles insider John McMullen. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We are now available on Apple. And thank you for all of uh, those who already have subscribed. And we've had some reviews, John, and they were all positive, surprisingly enough. Um, So thank you, everyone. So go over to your Apple podcast app subscribe and download rate and review there and as always um, subscribe to the podcast on youtube at jacob media j-a-k-i-b media the podcast is on twitter at extend the play john is at jf mcmullen and myself i'm at ryan rothstein 33 so john we always have a lot to get into here and we want to play is the new hashtag. But first and foremost, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, enjoying the 110 degree heat index in South Jersey. You're a little bit better because you're by the beach. Yeah, it's it's a little bit better here for sure, as it always is by the beach. Um, but it's still humid. It's humid for us down here. I know it's even worse for you up there. But We'll get through it, even though the beaches are packed, the casinos are packed. Um, I guess we're still social distancing, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure everybody has their mask firmly in place on the beach as well. Yep. Everyone's in their uh, Bane mask on the beach. So we'll uh, we'll see how all that goes. But, uh, John, before we get into that, we had some audio issues uh, on the previous episodes and First, I just want to say that we do apologize for that. Um, you know, despite our perception of being perfect and just <laughs> the best at what we do, um, we did have some glitches over the past episode or so. So apologies for that. I'm sure you can already tell by now that this episode's audio is much better, and that's how we expect it to be moving forward. So thank you for bearing with us. Now, John. What is all this now regarding the hashtag we want to play and the NFL number two trending topic on Twitter? What's going on? Well, basically, Brian, I, I, I mean, we're up against it now. And the league has sort of set this mechanism off and they have the right uh, through the CBA, which uh, D. Smith, uh, the executive director of the Players Association, has explained pretty consistently and. Uh, he had a wide-ranging, about hour-and-a-half uh, Zoom call with us uh, reporters last week. And he explained the NFL has the right to set the schedule. Uh, in, in a sense, you'll, you know, from a training camp standpoint. So under the CBA, they can say training camp starts July 28th. Uh, rookies got to come in a week earlier, which is July 21st, which is Tuesday. We're taping this on uh, Sunday. So you can see uh, from a calendar standpoint, we're here. We're finally up against it. You always say business in business deadlines spur action. That's what you're seeing. The NFL set off the mechanism. They said we're starting. Uh, so let's get all this together. And the union 
uh, from their standpoint, all they can do is file a grievance at this point and claim unsafe working conditions. And that's what this hashtag that you mentioned is trending. We want to play. That's what it's all about, to set the groundwork for a potential grievance if the league and the Players Association can't knock out a bunch of issues in essentially 48 hours. That's how quickly they have to come uh, to an agreement. And it's everything from how training camp is going to be structured. The NFLPA wants a 21-day ramp-up period, which is essentially only strength and conditioning. Plus, they want to get the wording done with potential opt-outs for players that don't feel comfortable playing in the pandemic for whatever reason that might be. Even the testing procedures have not been agreed upon between the league and a players association. So this is one big, giant mess. And what you're seeing is both sides doing what they have to do in the final days. The NFL had to set that date and say, we're starting. And then it's up to the NFL PA to say, okay, or no, we're not going to show up. If we're not going to show up, we have to file a grievance. Certainly looks like they're laying the groundwork for at least the possibility of, of claiming that grievance and trying to stop training camps from starting. Extending the play, I mentioned all of the platforms that you can find the podcast, but John writes for phillyvoice.com, and a lot of the links to our episodes can be found embedded in those articles and um, more details from the written word on what we discuss here on Extending the Play, all of that at Philly Voice. And really the same goes for Sports Illustrated. John has a new article just posted uh, on Sports Illustrated at SI.com titled NFLPA Strikes Back with the hashtag We Want to Play Movement. So be sure to check out um, his work in the most recent article there, which is what we're discussing a little bit here. So, John, it feels like to me that, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm just being negative, um, that this is like a CYA, which means a cover your ass type of thing uh, for the NFLPA and the players where they're saying, well, guess what? If this thing has to get shut back down after we get underway, whether that's in week two, whether that's before week one in November, whenever it may be, we're going to point to this as an I told you so. So fans and everyone else out there, don't look at us. Yeah, I mean, part of that, there is a, a political part to it. There's no question about that. And that's from both sides. I mean, the NFL as well. Uh, there is that part of it. Anytime you have uh, an industry that's so uh, public facing, so to speak, and people pay attention. I mean, that's just part of it. If you're running, I don't know, a horseshoe plan or something like that, nobody's paying attention. So you a don't what? have to go through <laughs> a widget plant, whatever. A you horseshoe say. plant? That yeah. was the example you gave out of well, all the Well, I felt like saying horseshoe and the you know what. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, that's what they were hoping for. So that's why I went down that direction. Okay. And I right. can curse on, on, on podcasts. So uh, a horseshoe up the ass. So gotcha. That's why I went in that direction. But if you want to use widget, whatever. Uh, the, the point being is that you have to play up to the uh, court of public opinion. And if you don't have a 
an industry that has to do that. It makes things a little bit easier in a lot of ways. Um, that's not the luxury here. Uh, and both sides have to play that fence. And the, it, let's be honest. I mean, if you go on Twitter today and you look at every player uh, virtually tweeting the exact same sentiment, I, I mean, they were given talking points and told to disseminate this information by the union. And that's, you know, people, I said that people yelled at me on different forums before we started recording. It's not an insult. It's just reality. I, I don't know. I say this all the time. I don't know why people get upset by being told the truth. Do you really think a hundred NFL players and probably more by now had the exact same thought the exact same morning and, and, and they all went to Twitter by themselves it's a choreographed thing. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, that's the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just understand that. Right. Well, people take that as a, I, I mean, everyone's perception when reading different tweets and any social media platform, it's like, oh, well, he's pointing out, he's insinuating this doesn't matter or this is stupid. or And it's like, no, this is just context and this is, information and you can do what you want with it um but it's it's never that easy so what's going to happen from here now john the nflpa and the players have clearly started to take their stance on what they want um in order to feel safe and feel like their voice is being heard so it's it's in the nfl's court now i guess so what are they going to do yeah i i mean from at this point, this has gone as expected, to be honest. And one of the reasons I, I mentioned that Zoom call that D. Smith and, and J.C. Treader had with us last week uh, was for this. I, I mean, we all kind of knew this was shaping up the way it was shaping up. And once the NFL uh, flipped the switch and said, OK, training camps are a go, the NFL PA was going to react uh, with their concerns and, and try to lay this groundwork, as I said, for a potential grievance if they're not happy with how things shake out over, as I said, what essentially is the, the final 48 hours. It is at least conceivable. Remember, these two sides have been negotiating for a while, and it's conceivable that they come up with compromises uh, over the final two days before rookies are set to report for most teams around the league. Uh, that's the, the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is that things uh, don't come together. And at that point, as I said, the NFL PA will actually have the decision to make. Do they want to file that grievance? Do they want to try to stop training camps from beginning? So actually the ball is kind of still in the, in the players union court. And the fact that how are they going to fight this? You know, interesting behind the scenes, you know, people talk about the protocols and I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying they're not important, but from the union's perspective, they seem more concerned about this ramp up period that I mentioned. And that's a 21 day period. And D Smith went back to 2011 when there was a lockout and he said there was data proving uh, that there were significant injuries as players didn't have an offseason, came to camp, 
with basically two days notice and all of a sudden started to practice and there were a, a spike in injuries and they're concerned that same thing is going to happen uh, this year. And that's what they want agreed upon. And I think if that gets done, everything else will fall into place. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not going to say that I mentioned this before this was a thing or any, I'm not here just a disclaimer, but I did bring this up last week to you, John, how as soon as there's a big injury, as soon as there's any injury, uh, whether that's Patrick Mahomes or a special team, special teams, you know, punt gunner, whatever it may be, that person tears an ACL in week one or before week one or at any point, we're going to see and hear and read people who point to the lack of time and lack of preparation these players had uh, to get their bodies ready. Um But either way, John, and I'm not saying it doesn't matter because of this, but either way, they don't have enough time. And it doesn't seem like they're going to have enough, um, what was the Doug Peterson term, term, grass time. Grass time, yeah. To get get ready, regardless of what they decide on, right? I hope Doug wasn't talking about weed because they've had plenty (laughs) for that time. (laughs) Yes, they have. (laughs) uh, No, you're right. I mean, and that's going to happen. I think, you know, when you mentioned that, we discussed it. No matter what, that's going to happen. Somebody's going to get hurt, and somebody's going to write that story, and somebody's going to pick up on that story and run with it. Oh, he's hurt. The players didn't have enough time. And you go back to Brandon Brooks in June. I mean, it already happened here. You know, he was just um, doing some work. He he was one of the few players allowed at the Novacare Complex because he was rehabbing uh, from his shoulder injury that he suffered um, – in week 17 last season uh, and he tore his Achilles just sprinting basically. Um, and that kind of stuff happens in the NFL is going to happen and it, people are going to blame it on no off season. And I, I said at the time, I, I don't know how you solve that problem. I don't think you can solve that problem. So from the NFL PA's perspective, their issue is their belief is that, if you don't have this ramp up period, it's going to cause more injuries. Uh, if you do have that ramp up period, it'll give uh, uh, at least an opportunity to get better acclimated. And, and that's their bigger concern, not necessarily how it's going to play in the media or the fans, but just being comfortable and having that buffer. And then if people get injured after that buffer, they'll live with it. They wouldn't, wouldn't have a problem with it. And people will get injured. That's just the NFL. I mean, you can't stop injuries. No, you can't. That's just the reality. That's just, I mean, even in a perfect world of current NFL football, they're on the practice field much less. They're in full pads much less. They're hitting each other in practice much less. And those are all topics that we've discussed in the past, whether it be on extending the play, old platforms, current, whatever. Um, That's just the reality. So a 21-day acclimation period is what the NFLPA is recommending. And one more time, John, what's the current acclimation period time frame? Well, there is. I mean, that hasn't been agreed upon. What what happened is, and it's not, to be fair, it's not the NFLPA. There's a joint uh, committee 
between the league and the players association that recommended that 21 day ramp up period. Now where, where things have differed is that the league said fine, but they wanted the players to show up two weeks early to get in that ramp up period. So essentially instead of July 28th, the veterans would have had to show up July 14th and then you would have had a three week ramp up period, which is basically through one week uh, of training camp. Um, and, and the players association balked at that and understandably so, I mean, nobody, I, I mean, even in a non uh, pandemic world, training camp starts late July. So players know that. Uh, they have families. They have vacations planned. Uh, they're not going to come in two weeks early. I mean, and, and they shouldn't be required to. So I think it's fair to point out the league probably overreached in asking for that. Uh, on the other hand, they're trying to make sure the product isn't an abject disaster when it hits the field for week one. Because if you start this three-week ramp-up period at July 28th, well, all of a sudden, then you have 10 days of non-padded practice, and you got two weeks for pads. And then you go straight into week one of the NFL season. And, oh, by the way, in under that format, Ryan, no preseason at all, no preseason games. So you're basically hitting the field with, with what is supposed to be a professional product, and it's going to look – pretty crappy to be honest and that's what the league is concerned about but on the other hand hey uh, i mean no off season you could argue would have been crappy anyway (laughs) exactly i mean it's it's already crappy like i mentioned you know early on in the season it's crappy football they're rusty and then you know by week five six they're they're getting into the swing of things once they're really four games into it. Some teams get acclimated quicker. Some takes a little bit longer, and that is and can be a difference maker in who ends up being in the playoffs and making a deep playoff run. Yeah, in a lot but, of ways, you're right. You're right. That's what happened in 2011 when they scaled back on practice time, scaled back on pads, scaled back on the off season. That's you're right. I mean. Generally, the first two weeks of any NFL season are really bad from an aesthetic standpoint. Uh, And people start getting a little bit better from there. So maybe now we have a four-week really bad period. But, hey, do you want to get the players on the field or not? Uh, I don't see – considering that the joint committee recommended this ramp-up period, I don't see any way around it. So the league is going to have to agree to it, bottom line. Yeah, they will. And we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, extending the play, follow us on Twitter at Extend the Play, at JF McMullen, at Ryan Rothstein 33. Subscribe on YouTube at Jacob Media, J-A-K-I-B Media. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts at Extending the Play. And please leave a review and rate us five stars. That would be awesome. Uh, Sirius XM SB Nation radio. So, John, I'll let you wrap this episode up. Uh, I'm going to ask a question and you can add whatever else you want here to end it. What's the best case scenario from all of this, from this, you know, media blast, essentially from the NFL's players today with the hashtag 
we want to play. What's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? Um, and you can add anything else you like there. Well, the best case scenario, as I said, over this final, essentially 48 hours. And I mentioned that business term and everyone uses it. Deadlines uh, spur action. And the deadline is here. Uh, same thing holds true in contracts. If you think about it from that standpoint, when you have the franchise tag, for instance, that deadline just uh, came and went and you saw some extensions. And on the other hand, you saw some teams go in a different direction. Uh, that's sort of a microcosm of this. Um, it does uh, create a sense of urgency, that deadline, but it doesn't mean 100% things are going to be worked out. And that's the worst case scenario. Worst case is they just can't agree on things. Uh, and the protocol. What happens if they can't agree? If they can't agree, the union files a grievance. Uh, essentially, uh, it's not a court proceeding uh, per se, but uh, you do have a mechanism from that standpoint where uh, it's uh, at least potential that an arbitrator will say, okay, until I hear this, until I rule, we're going to put training camp in a stasis and training camp doesn't start on time. That's, that's the worst case scenario. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep our eyes on the we want to play hashtag story. And obviously, of course, as we always do, anything else surrounding the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles and everything in between. Uh, thank you, everyone, once again, for listening to another episode of Extending the Play. One more time for you. Follow us. Uh, subscribe at Jacob Media, J-A-K-I-B Media. Uh, and on Twitter at Extend the Play, and on Apple Podcasts at Extending the Play, and all the other platforms you may be listening on Spotify, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts. The list goes on and on. John, what are we going to talk about next? We don't know, right? We never know. It's always something, isn't it? It's pretty amazing it this league. And as it's we get closer, crazy. you know, it even morphs away. I know the people are excited about the NBA and Major League Baseball, but this league always finds a way to make the headlines no matter what. Yeah. They never really have um, days off or any time off from being at the top of the, the biggest headlines in sports. They're always at the top of that list. So that's why we're here. That's why you need to subscribe and follow us along on this never ending journey. That is the national football league. Thank you everyone. Stay safe and we'll catch you on the next episode.